Guy, aka Mamas, is in the house, and uh, welcome to Hot Singles in your local area. How's it going, man? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. How you doing? Good, good. We were we were chatting off uh, off air about the the delicious lentil soup that's been uh, <laughs> cooking in the background. It, it looks like you're you're cooking up quite a storm. But uh, what's the what's the secret ingredient, mate? Lentils. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't um, claim responsibility for it though. It's my girlfriend who's the master chef. So, but I just, I'm really good at cleaning up. So, oh, yeah. No, that's right. I do the same thing. Don't stress too much. Yeah. Well, the way we like to kick things off on this show, uh, we like to dive into your playlist and get an idea of what's been, what you've been listening to lately. Oh, for sure. Um, I've been really digging, hang on, I'm just trying to figure out my computer screens. Um, I've been really digging um, Romare lately. Is that, if, if I pronounce that right? I think so. Yeah, he's on Ninja Tunes, um, but it's yeah, it's just like really abstract, cool kind of slow dance music, but it's all just a bit twisted. Mm. <laughs> so I saw he put out a track the other day, or yeah, I don't know when it was, but it's like a new remix of Hone H O N N N E. I don't know, but yeah, it seems like everything that he puts out is just awesome. It's just like so different to anything else that I've been hearing lately. Nice, nice. Um, let me grab another thing because I did do like, some stuff down the other day too. Um, you're in luck. Um, is it Feviland? Fevi, Feviand? Fell, Fell Evand. <laughs> she's a, she's an a Aussie chick. Um, yeah. she's she was Triple J's unearthed artist of the week or something the other day. So I was just like chilling in the car and I heard her, um, one of her tracks come on. It was fully like just caught me off guard and it was like a hell journey and that one was called ebb and flow so i was frothing on that yeah i'm sure we're going to hear more of that absolutely Um, other stuff that i've been digging is um bill callahan i think i I don't even know if i'm saying (laughs) all this right like um but we're having we're learning names here yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know spotify so i've just or literally just put on discover weekly and then there just seems to be gold that pops up but he's this dude, he's, a, I think, pretty sure he's American, but he's like this, sounds like he's got the deepest voice ever. And I was thinking it's like this huge, like, black dude in like the middle of nowhere in middle America or something. And it just turns out to be this, like, skinny white guy. <laughs> it's just awesome, man. Like, the songwriting and is just, like, so engaging. And But his melodies are just, like, really, like, linear and chilled. It's amazing, yeah. Hell yeah. It seems like a, a good bit of variety there, which we love. But um, yeah. speaking of new tracks, it'd be remiss of me not to not to talk about Alive, which is the, the, the newest track that uh, we've heard from you. And it's a, it's a blissful and, and atmospheric little bop, but it's quite <laughs> a step away from uh, Mansion, which we heard earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, it might be a bit of a cliche, but I guess important nonetheless in that you know, can you give us a, a bit of background and insight into the song? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not able to see the reflection of the computer anymore. <laughs> Was that really weird? <laughs> so I I just took my glasses off. They're actually just blue light. I can see pretty well. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, <laughs> the blue lights aside. I mean, yeah, a bit of insight into the song and um, why you wanted to take it the direction you did and and that sort of step away from from Mansion. Yeah, for sure. Well, the Alive and Mansion were both kind of co-writes with the same dude. Um, 
So they kind of went on a similar journey. The guy is the guy's name is PJ um, Harding, but he was making music in Oz back in the day under a name called um, Thief. I'm not too sure if you've heard of him, but he does. He's like done a bunch of stuff with like Rule and a bunch of like real heavy hitting artists and stuff. So he's like based in LA, LA now doing that. Like he's even writing like K-pop and stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he was originally, when Mammals was like first like coming about, he was actually drumming in the band. Okay. And um, we like would always be touching bass and then we kind of did our own things, but we'd have writing sessions here and there. So Alive was like actually like written... Well, the first verse and the chorus was written in a night like years ago. And then we just never came back to it. And um, then we touched base like a year later or something. And then we were working on Mansion. And um, yeah, I think I finished Mansion first. And then we came hooked up just before we're finishing mixing that one. And we did um, the last verse and the outro of Alive. And then it was just like fully forgotten again (laughs) just like (laughs) sat around for a really long time with just like piano and the lyrics and stuff and um then i was cruising at my mate's house and we who like always collaborate with his name's um drew carmody and he writes um or his um artist name is ldru yes and um yeah so you probably know some of his stuff just like the the hard-hitting electro and like carmada and all that stuff. But um, we're just like good buddies from back in Manly and stuff. And I just played him that on the computer and he was like, I think he might've been really hungover or something, but he was like, (laughs) he's like, man, it makes me want to (laughs) cry. And um, so we then like kind of brought it back to life, just producing it together. And yeah, it, um, it made it, (laughs) it almost got forgotten, but it came, it came around. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it actually, the LDRU friendship and mateship actually was going to come up later in the, the show, but, you know, we've seen Depraved with the, the Chemical Surf remix recently. Do you think that, you know, he'll get on a, a collab and, and remix, you know, a live or mansion or <laughs> maybe even a, a third wheel Kamada reunion? Oh, my God. I, I, I always, it's always worth asking, <laughs> but... <laughs> But um, unfortunately, no, I, I, I don't think it's um, it's part of the plan at the moment. Um, he he definitely has some um, has some stuff going on, um, which is really cool. So I think that he's just in the works of um, locking in some locking in future plans and stuff. Yeah. But um, there is a um, c- kind of like Kamada Yatsul party this Saturday, so. <laughs> Oh, I can maybe man. I'll go ask him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, what Max and I try and do on this show, especially when we are digging into new tracks, you know, it's it's boring to just sort of uh, dissect a track based on its you know musical theory side of things. So we try and paint a picture for our listeners and and sort of give them an experience uh, or the best scenario to listen to a track. So we've. Had a little play around. We've got a live down as like a, a beachy sunset, pondering life, or yeah, even right. like a, a late rainy night, contemplating your decision to break up with your ex, and <laughs> sort of like just a an atmospheric tune. But 
what space were you in when you were creating it you know physically and metaphorically and yeah you know if you had to paint an image for the listener where would where would you place them yeah i guess um i when when writing it it the story kind of evolved or like came about just trying to like, i th- i swear i would have been like really hung over or something and it would have been <laughs> late at night when we were writing it and i'm pretty sure it was just like kind of trying to find this reason or like reaching out to a, a person uh, mm. like i can't remember if it was like i'm yeah i'm pretty sure i was single at the time <laughs> and I'd like gone through a bit of stuff and I was just like trying to, you know, those moments when you're like going, Oh, if only they could like see this from my perspective or like understand like what's my side kind of thing. (laughs) So it's like reaching out and going, Oh, if only, (laughs) if only, but yeah, definitely the, the whole concept of it all is just like, finding that connection with someone and you know it can be at the time or it can be in the future or it can be too late mm. well it's actually i'm actually impressed with that because if i had that many drinks and was hung over i'd be terrified to look at my phone thinking i've already told them when i was <laughs> 10 cruises down and <laughs> i'm glad i'm stoked you're drinking cruises that's cool <laughs> it's the I think it's the the girliest drink every man wishes they could drink publicly, and I've just I've taken it on board and gone. It's lolly water. I I enjoy it. I'm just gonna drink it. So fair enough. I actually did have a UDL the other day, and I was pleasantly surprised. It brought back a lot of memories. Yeah, I mean, don't look at the sugar content, but you know, you have four and you crash. But yeah, it's a good time nonetheless. Totally. But you have filled the stage with artists like the 1975 and Vera Blue and even of Monsters and Men and three artists who on paper have very little overlap in Venn diagram. (laughs) But what do you think is the the crossover appeal of that sort of sound? And, you know, how, and, you know, I guess from your perspective, what's, you know, your sound personally, you know, where's where's the crossover like? Well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> it's, a, it's a broad question. <laughs> yeah. Well, for for those art, like when we were um, jumped up on tour with of Monsters and Men, the kind of stuff that Mammals was and I was putting out was really atmospheric, kind of like um, cruisy, lush kind of vibes. Yeah. So I can, I think, um, I think <laughs> it's a funny story like how we actually got that gig back in the day was we were on tour with our eyes okay do you remember those guys and the set the the booking the tour manager for them ended up being the tour manager for um of monsters and men and we got the gig during like the final shows of that the first tour and then the lady was like oh it's so sick you guys got it and she's like yeah we're like yeah that's awesome she's like yeah it's because of your really small input list <laughs> because we were just like a couple of guitars and like drums <laughs> so i think we were in the right place at the right time um but hopefully there is also a crossover with the music too <laughs> I mean, if you don't need a big backline, I mean, maybe that's something bands can learn. If you want to yeah. tour with the big bands, don't use a lot of gear. Exactly. Um, I remember uh, um, our drummer at the time, 
to um we we're packing in at the end more and he forgot his drumming chair and so we were like oh what are we gonna do he's like and he went to go and ask the band or the band's manager or whatever if he could use their drum stool <laughs> and it was just a hard no <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> so i think he like wheeled in or like just pulled in some like piano chair or something from side of oh, stage no. <laughs> Bloody hell. i mean it's better than using a desk chair so yeah you can't yeah dude my recording do. chair right now is the squeakiest thing so if you ever hear anything during this <laughs> i'm sitting like so far forward on it to like not get it going <laughs> no you're all good and i guess you know we, we've really done our research on you so um as well as you know, doing the Mammals Project, you know, stealing of Monsters and Men's uh, drum chairs. <laughs> you're, you're also a composer for film and TV and you you've you have a, f- a few fairly well-known credits under your belt. Channel 10's Wrong Girl for those that uh, are into their, their Australian dramas. <laughs> you, but, did, um, you did delve in deep. <laughs> yeah, you know it. But tell us, what's the process for pulling together a backing track for, you know, an emotional monologue or a scene transition? Will you be hand Zimmering or, or Ludwig Goransoning uh, <laughs> anytime soon? Yeah, well, um, yeah, the the um, process for that is, um, it depends what you're working on. Say, you're kind of within the limits of what the audience is going to want to hear. So it's quite a specific brief depending on what show you're working on. But say if, if, if it's for like the wrong girl, it's like primetime TV and it's like very generic kind of like rom-com stuff. So you kind of just like plonking along with a bit of guitar and like acoustic percussion and just keeping everyone happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but recently I also did the music for um, Informer 3838 which was like an underbelly, the new underbelly kind of thing, which was on um, this um, police informer, Nicola Gobbo, who's actually still in hiding right now because everyone that she like, you know, informed on is getting out of jail (laughs) now. And (laughs) like, like she sued the Victorian police and all this stuff, but it's, it was, it's like the most incredible story, but it's like, yeah, still really, really relevant. So they, this show was actually crime um, music. So if you've seen Underbelly, it's exactly the same kind of vibes. But um, there is more creative license to to create your own thing with that because the, it, the music just needs to be like really out there or like individual or unique or just something that you haven't heard kind of before just because it's like borderline horror. So... Mm. The, the process of that was actually really, really awesome because we are just like, I was doing it with another composer whose name is Michael Yuzerski, who, you know, if you watch TV, you'd, you'd, you would have been listening to his stuff around the world. But yeah, we kind of had like these guitar tones going through these, the, all this crazy effect rack and just kind of like, you wouldn't even know it was in, in, an electric or anything and that was kind of like the theme for the for the um show but yeah it was just it's it's that is like that side of it but also the process is they there is always a direction and they always have um reference music on there too 
Yeah. So they'll be they'll be having the pitches cut to music or like they'll find music to, for the pitches, which are setting the mood and the kind of vibe and direction you want. And then you can kind of go your own way from there. So it's a really good starting point to, to create the emotion that you want, but then you kind of do your thing <laughs> and hopefully it's, yeah, <laughs> it, there'll be a lot of back and forth thing, but yeah, it's really enjoyable. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we might end up seeing it on, you know, most heartbreaking movie moments on YouTube one day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Otherwise, I was going to say, could you, would you go down like a Foley artistry track as well while you're there? I mean, pick up a special effects sort of. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I reckon that could be a, a hit. Well, dude, um, I just ordered a um, Zoom microphone, like a portable recorder. And uh, my girlfriend and I are just decking out our van to go around Oz soon so i'm just going to take that with me and start recording do, doing heaps of field recordings and stuff and hanging out and jamming and all that and just see where that ends up so we'll probably make a make some sort of musical project from everything that we record on the road there you go yeah <laughs> you knew it <laughs> exactly mammals the folly artists yeah <laughs> well as a as a massive simp as the uh the young people call it for the u.s I uh, it tickled my pickle to see the mansion video filmed in Brooklyn. We be nice. we be taking things closer to home for a live. Could we even see a collab between uh, the the music and your other favorite hobby being surfing? Ah, oh, true. You know, I always um, thought. Well, I think on a surf trip when I went down to South Oz um, around the same time I was riding it. It might have been just after the session or something. I um went down there and met up with this super iconic dude down there. He's the craziest filmer or like photographer. His name's um, Hayden Richards or something. And he's like Instagram's SA underscore rips, like Sar rips. It's like the moodiest, amazing, like it's a lot of the shots look like he's on Mars and there's like waves and stuff. So I've always had it in my head that it could be this crazy abandoned, like, desert kind of thing so if i can link up with him again i think it'd be pretty pretty unreal to do something like that there you go see we're, we're making wa- waves pardon the pun but <laughs> it shows for all those listeners out there you do your research you you know you can get some ideas yeah i like it you're putting the pressure on too <laughs> like, when's it coming out what's it gonna be it's getting me motivated <laughs> it was it was more of a way just to talk about surfing i'll be honest yeah. but <laughs> Um, well, in SA, I mean, for those who are, you know, in the into the great white stuff of the world, it's the it's the hub for all things cage diving. And oh, you know, if absolutely, you wanna, if you want to get attacked by a, uh, <laughs> a great white, but have you ever? This is purely. This isn't even on the on the run sheet. Have you ever sort of encountered the the big white pointers on your on your endeavors? I have. Um, I live in Mollymook now, which is probably some of the best surf on the east coast for sure. Um, and there's a couple of spots down here that are pretty notorious for it, but probably the, yeah, the gnarliest encounter was we're surfing this zone with two other buddies and it was quite big. So we're all on like really big, heavy boards. And so I was paddling back out after a wave and my friend was just like locking into like a really late deep one. 
on a big board. So he can't really change his line. And I didn't have time to duck dive or bail my board. So I just kind of like pushed the board to the side and just ducked under. And he went straight over the top and ran over my board. And so the fins cut the board into like two pieces like this to right near the tail. And when the next wave came, it, it smashed my, my board broke and I washed in around these rocks. And anyone who surfs this zone always has a story. (laughs) So I'm getting sucked into the rocks, trying to get like swim onto the swim in to get onto the shore, but I can't because the current's too strong because the waves are quite big and I'm getting pulled down by the leg rope and what's left of the board. And so I'm struggling with that. And I look over to like towards land because it's kind of like out on a finger like this. So I'm getting washed in. You can't probably the audience don't know what I'm doing, but I'm pointing it to the left of my hand. <laughs> and I saw this huge, huge fin. It it looked like um you know how you see like diving boys? So they've got the boy at the bottom and then the flag coming off the top. So they're they're high. They're like Yeah. They're probably like your arm's length or something. But it was like around that tall or taller and just like wide like you can i could see the back of the shark coming out of the water too and it was just coming straight at me like 15 meters away or something and i and i was just yelling for my buddy who ran over my board and he's because he was trying to help me and he he because i was just like shit shark like help and i couldn't swim and i had to rip my leg rope off and i lost the the fins and stuff and i scrambled onto the rocks and yeah, we didn't see it again, but that yeah, my mate just said, "Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Your eyes were like popping out of your head." <laughs> oh man, that's my worst nightmare. That's yeah. It's it like a good story. It does. It does. I didn't get a new board after that from that guy either. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, guy, thank you so much for for jumping on board and having a chat. We really appreciate it. No and worries. For- Thanks for having me. And for all those listening, make sure you, you jump on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you listen to music on and, and stream alive. It's the new track from Mammals. It's a, it's a bop and a half and you know, it'll, it'll make you want to just go down to the beach and admire it for what it is. But for all those that want to get in contact with you and sort of admire the work you're doing, how's, how's the best way for them to do that? Um, oh, yeah. Probably just just on the socials, whatever. Just flick us a message. Yeah. And yeah. I'm pretty pretty bad at them, but I'll, I'll give it a crack. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much again, and uh, yeah. Thanks Sweet. for having me, mate. It was a pleasure.